unfiltered, no sugar added talk radio. I'm sugar free this morning. I like the free range part because it always makes me think of chickens, and then I just I don't know. Well, it's a weird mental picture. We're like a bunch of free range chickens running around here. It does feel like that. We are the free range human show of choice. Your daily dose of reality radio. That's right. This is the Clay Edwards Show live in the Mac Hike of Flowood Studios. Uh, shout out to our friends over at Mac Hike of Flowood. Get over there and see all of them today. Home of the three ninety nine car payment. Home of the in and out in an hour promise, and that does not include your test drive. I don't right. have to make sure I'm being clear on that. But once you've selected your vehicle out and you've decided to break bread, they're going to get you in and out of that finance office within an hour. That's mm-hmm. their goal. But, hey, it, selling cars and loaning a lot of money, it ain't always easy. So, uh, you know, be respectful of that, too, or be mindful of that. Is yeah. there, is, it, it, it's in their best interest to get you out quick, too. So yeah. Can, you know, so uh, just er, patience uh, and you, you, know, you get the best deal, too. Yeah, well, and they've gone to such lengths to get good sales folks in there, mm-hmm. too. So it's always a pleasure. I go up there, you know, every Friday and do a Facebook Live, and um, and I just love getting to hang out there because the the people that work there are so friendly and good at what they do. Look, I tell you, as a guy that spent 10 years on that side of the business, I'm envious of that sales team they put together over yeah. there. I mean, Corey is like a uh, like an NFL GM putting together the best players available. Yeah. And he has gotten a heck of a team put together over there. Uh, Robert Kemp, uh, his uncle, uh, whose first name eludes me, but Bobby, Bobby Kemp, mm-hmm. um, Teddy McRaney, Kenji. And I can go on and on and on because I'm just terrible with names, but those are the ones that just pop in off the top of my head. Abe right. Morse uh, Shane in finance. and Noah. And, yeah, yep. there's a bunch of them. But go see them, man. Chrysler, Dodge, Jeep, Ram. They, I think there's $5,000 off right now that Jeep Gladiator. Yep. That's one of the hottest vehicles on the road. And the fact you can buy one at a discount right now, come on down, young son. It's Jeep season. That's right. And I don't know what the, the you know deals are for April, but each month it seems like there's something new that, that can mm-hmm. help you. Plus, if you go in there and you tell them you heard it on Dark Horse Press or probably the Clay Edwards show, you get $500 off your um, your next vehicle or that vehicle. Yep. So. And hey, look, these uh, just got a breaking news alert here, and these people may end up needing needing a vehicle themselves. Uh, if you're a little traffic alert here, two separate crashes delay traffic near Lakeland Drive in Jackson and on Highway 22 in Canton. Unfortunately, it does not mention north or south, but uh, <clears throat> if you're traveling along those ways, uh, be mindful. You, you could be delayed. Just keep it on the clay, Edward Show. We're going to keep you entertained for the next two hours. That's right. All right, but yeah, shop Mac Hike of Flowood in person on Lakeland Drive right there at Airport Road and online at MacHikeCDJRF.com. And real quick, before we get started with Josh and Sarah from South Delta Animal Rescue, Tris, uh, we had a fellow law, and I say a fellow law enforcement, I'm not law enforcement, mm-hmm. but a, a, a friend of our show. That's right. Uh, Desmond Barney, a Clinton PD, former JPD, correct? Yes, absolutely. Um, <clears throat> a friend of Anthony Fox. Whole nine yards. He lost everything in a house fire recently. Absolutely, it was yesterday, as a matter of fact. And um, you know, Officer Barney's got you know family, wife, and kids. And uh, when when I was told about it, they said you know literally the house burnt flat to the ground. Uh, they've lost everything. And I talked to Barney last night, and you know it was kind of early. He was just saying, "No, we're just grateful. We're okay. You know, we're not sure what we need at this point. You know, that kind of thing." Um, so, and y'all, when I say this, this is such a good family. These are such good people. 
And uh, so I talked to Clinton PD about what can we do to help. If you want to donate, um, of course, right now there's not a GoFundMe set up or anything like that. They'll be working on that. They're getting together sizes for clothes and for the kids and that kind of thing. Um, and long story short, we're still in the very early stages of that. So be watching social media. But the other thing to know is that, um, you know, if you have things that you want to donate, household items, that kind of thing, if there are things or if you want to bring a check, you can take it to Clinton Police Department and they will make sure it goes to the Barney family. Um, and just when you take it up there, you know, tell them you, you heard me talking about it because, um, you know, this is, again, a family that's very close to my heart. These are good friends. You know, I've I've been in, in police cars with Desmond Barney doing stories, and um, I've seen how he works. And he's not just a good man. He's a good cop. And uh, his family, they're just salt to the earth. So if we can get out and help them a little bit in, in this time of need for them, think of all the people he's helped in their times of need uh, throughout the, the time that he's been an officer. Absolutely. Uh, and look, the Clay Edwards show will be first line right beside Dark Horse Press to do anything we need to do. That's right. Uh, when, when it's, if it's time to get people out somewhere, if it's time to uh, go fund me, whatever the case may be, mm-hmm. uh, hold my feet to the fire, remind me, and I promise you we will we will beat it. Yep, we're going to make it happen. As loud as we need to. I did get an update on the traffic. It's 55 north, just north of Canton. Some folks have already been sitting there for over an hour. Oh, jeez. So uh, if you're heading north on 55, Find an alternative route. I guess if 22 is backed up also, uh, there really is no alternative route right. other than 51. Mm-hmm. So uh, enjoy that morning. Uh, <laughs> stop, stop Glad off I'm and, not on that commute. <laughs> stop off and get some breakfast from somewhere. All right. So this, I'm really excited about this. I had the opportunity to get on the phone. With, and I said, Josh, I mean, I meant Alex. I'm so sorry. Welcome to the show. If you get called the wrong name, you're definitely on the Clay Edwards show. Yeah, we were just talking about how we forget names and faces. Yes. <laughs> and uh, we've got Alex and Sarah here with South Delta Animal Hospital up there in Rolling Stone, Mississippi. Y'all don't mind me calling it Rolling Stone, yeah, do you? Not at all. No. So uh, we've got to, got to pick at, our, uh, at our, our great president as they arrest the real one today. But neither here nor there. I won't drag y'all into politics. But, uh. We had a good conversation. Y'all came down for the fundraiser um, Sunday, sold that big catfish that was donated, that big bass. That was cool. What, that ni- was really neat looking. $1,900 somebody bid on that thing yeah, and got it? Yeah. And a, and a, y'all come, come closer to that, Mike. Or y'all can pull it to y'all. Um, of the area up there actually bought it. They oh, wow. Bought it. So that was really neat, we thought. Yeah. No, He's a catfish farmer. Yeah. But even better. Yeah. Even better. Yeah. It, that thing was really cool. Shout out to uh, Kyle. That custom built and donated that thing, and uh, I, I guess his last name is DeLong. His dad's last name is DeLong. I assume his is. Uh, his dad, Treston, is a heck of a chef. Oh, really? Yeah, he was there with him uh, Sunday too, and uh, just good folks. Man, I've known him forever. I first time I'd met Kyle, so I just thought it was really cool that I ended up knowing his dad. His dad actually was. Uh, I say worked for me. I, I owned the place, but the cooks did their own. They, yeah, they, we worked together. But his dad worked with me downtown at one of my clubs for a short period of time before I just realized that he was way better of a cook than what we needed at a bar. Right. <laughs> you know, I still to this day, best cream sauce I've ever had in a pasta. Ooh. So an Alfredo sauce or whatever, his dad's got it. I told him that the other day. I said, wherever you're cooking at now, do you still make the pasta? Mm-hmm. He's like, I, I, I can. I was like, I won't. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. well, so, Kyle, Kyle has a Facebook and it is DeLong. It is. It's not Kyle. What is it? 
It was he goes by James Kyle DeLong, yeah. but it's DeLong Art Studios, okay. DeLong Fabrication. That's great. I did share that on one of my Facebook pages because he had yeah. that fish. So yeah, that's cool. And they, you know that metal art, that scrap metal art, whatever they call it, yeah. that stuff is awesome. He's uh, working on like a six foot gator right now. It's pretty cool. So you can see it on the Facebook. Well, good stuff. So Sarah, we got to talking just in a side conversation the other day at a back porch and. You're just telling us kind of all the events that led up. That it kind of as you guys were down here in Jackson when the tornado hit. Yeah, we were. We were at a birthday party in Jackson, and um, my mom watched it hit live in Rollingport. Yeah, and y'all had to. She stood off to the side and didn't tell us, you know, until they sang "Happy Birthday" to my nephew. And yeah, then my my dad called and was like, you know, Alex, a tornado just went through Rollingport. <clears throat> and uh you know first question was okay you know how how bad was it and he said i don't know chucks isn't there anymore and that's so, the dairy bar right yeah yeah it's been there for almost 60 years and um, not a small structure um and we yeah. immediately tried to reach friends and we know you know obviously cell towers are down and whatnot but very very close friends who we consider family um and they were all okay so but we didn't, you know, it took an over an hour on the way yeah. up there just trying to get through, trying to get through, checking Facebook. So um, we jumped in the truck in our dress clothes, and I didn't know how it would help anybody with, with heels on. If my, I knew if my office building was still there, I had boots. Well, um, and that's yeah. about as far as the thought process went. We just, it wasn't safe, but we drove through the storm because, you know. You do what you do. Yeah, yeah you, you do get what home. you do when it's family or friends that you're that close to you do what you do yeah, yeah. um so it, when i woke up that saturday morning now we were watching and i think i may have told you the story me and my family were at back porch the same place we were at sunday friday as it was all going down and i was watching the ryan hall youtube channel on my phone trying to watch what was going on i was not good company that night because i'm kind of a weather nerd and I, I'm, I'm watching that where everybody's talking and stuff and we get back home i'm like straight to youtube i can watch that and i'm seeing this and it's just gut wrenching. I got family in Blackhawk mm-hmm. and stuff, so and I know they're not as tech savvy. I'm calling them like, "Hey, this thing's heading straight to y'all." Mm-hmm. I hear, watch this. Here's the link. It, and um, luckily, God bless it, it missed them. But they had several friends of friends whose homes got destroyed mm-hmm. all the way up that way. You know, so so I wake up Saturday morning, and I sit to at six a.m to the devastating news that we had lost 23 Mississippians. I know that number ended up going up, then coming back down. Yeah. Thank God. I want to ask how that all happened, but neither here nor there. Less is more, you know. And uh, and I was like, well, what do we do? You know, and I just started working the phones and working the phones. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it, 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 people can say what they want to about Mississippi. It's such a great feeling when bad stuff happens and we find a way to come together, mm-hmm. you know, and to seeing what you guys did. And just working everybody in. It's just so much bigger than just the animal hospital or right. animal rescue. I mean, this is your community's gone. Right. That's right. Um, what are the immediate plans up there? I mean, how are people, what are people doing? What can, I mean, we know what people can do as far as donating and stuff like that. And we can get to that. But like, what is the, the community up there doing? So it's one thing, one con, major concern that I've had has been. Uh, when a when a tragedy happens, like when a disaster like this happens, uh, everybody wants to rush in and they want to help, you know, immediately. Um, emotions are high, adrenaline's high, um, and 
what concerns me is this isn't going to be a short-term deal. Right. Uh, so, you know, being on the radio, thank y'all, you know, for, for draw, keeping, you know, keeping everybody aware of what's going on. The main thing is we want to make sure that the help continues, that the volunteers continue. And so people have asked us, you know, hey, how can we help? You know, we want to send a team up there right now. It's like, you know, hey, listen, I, I thank you so much. You know, you, any help is is we're grateful for anything. Give us three weeks. Give us a month. You know, because it's a marathon, not a sprint. That's yeah. right. Spread it out. That's right. You know, my, we're, we're being told the distribution center that's at the high school, Sharky Sequina Academy, could be twelve to eighteen months in that location. Um, so that was a shock, I think, even to the locals. You know, yeah. s- something I saw, and I'm gonna give my personal church a plug here, just because I thought what they did was unique to what I had been seeing. Because mm-hmm. uh, God bless what anybody's doing. I, I'm not. I don't want to. You know, take anything away from anybody. I think they built 150 mailboxes and brought them up there. Mm-hmm. I'm like, you know, that's, that's not stuff I would have thought about. Right. I mean, that's named your infrastructure at this point. That's you know, huge. being able to get yeah. your mail. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, you know, people reaching out doing stuff like that. I know uh, Franklin Graham's Good Samaritan or Samaritan's right. Purse is donating, what, 100 mobile homes? I think two, 250. 250 mobile yeah. homes. That's incredible. I and mean, it's harder to get the FEMA stuff than you think. Um, oh no! Nothing. Know, Federal government. Think, nothing would surprise me. Right. Yeah. Someone yeah. you think would qualify right off the bat, they're being denied. They have to re- go through a reapplication process. So um, most people are staying with family. That's harder than it sounds. Especially yeah. they have some things they were able to salvage from their home, and there's so few buildings left. There's literally a storage issue. Um, with that so we oh, had sure. two trailers donated this week by a local trucking company that they've retired to 18 wheeler containers i know that's not the technical term but we're so grateful for that um we'll get those up there later this week so and they can be used let me ask this real quick and we need to take a break and i, I promise i'm gonna let therese ask some questions i'm just in <laughs> i'm in I, I, i'm enthralled at this um we got a bunch of really good salt of the earth people that listen to this radio station all day mm-hmm. yeah. and there's podcasts and all that stuff. If, if somebody, you mentioned the storage thing and that's little mm-hmm. stuff again, like mailboxes, that's not the first thing I think about. I'm thinking of water, food, deodorant, toiletries, you know, basic necessities for life stuff. But to be able to gather your few things and put them somewhere safely right. while you're rebuilding, how can somebody, if somebody's got a way to help, somebody, maybe somebody has access to a couple tractor trailers or whatever, mm-hmm. how can they get those up there? Who can they get those to? They can reach out to either one of us on Facebook personally. Yeah. That's fine. Uh, yeah, Alex Frisbee, Sarah Frisbee, you know, either way. The best thing, the best way I've had it described to me is one of my close friends in the Delta had their house burned. I know you just talked about your friend that had their house burned. And he said, Alex, it's like you have to go to Walmart and buy one of everything. Like, yeah. Yeah. you know, you don't really, you don't think about it. It's just one of everything. Yeah. I mean, look, I obviously it went under disaster. It was because of a divorce, but I moved and I didn't have nothing but my house. I had to start over from scratch and it's kind of the same thing. I went in and had to buy, like, you don't realize what you don't have until you see it. Paperclip. Yeah. Okay. yeah. Right. Yeah. Uh, right. And you don't realize what you don't have until like you're standing there in the shower, like, oh, I don't have a towel. You know, you know, it's that kind of thing. Something to put your toothbrush in. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, let me get one of those red Dixie cups, you know, but it's just like, you don't (laughs) think about that kind of stuff. So that is a great point about, you know, going into Walmart, having to buy one of everything. Mm -hmm. I mean, forks, spoons, knives, 
everything. All right, let's take a break real quick. Come back. We're joined in the studio here by Alex and Sarah Frisbee with Therese Apel of DarkHorsePressNow.com and myself, Clay Edwards. We'll be right back on 103.9 WYAB. Breaking rules when necessary. Welcome back in to the Clay Edwards Show. We're live in the Mack Hike of Flowood, Chrysler, Dodge, Jeep, Ram Studios. Joined here this morning by my good friend, my uh, Tuesday co-host, Miss Therese Apel with DarkHorsePressNow.com. And in the studio, we've got Alex and Sarah Frisbee with South Delta Animal Rescue up there in Rolling Fork, Mississippi. And uh, this segment is going to be brought to you by another one of our good friends who came out to the event Sunday and helped us raise some money and stayed from beginning to end with his family. So I sure do appreciate it. And that is uh, Jason Anderson with Lakeland Glass and Tent. Uh, I'm telling you, they've been a day one supporter of this show and I could not do it without them. So I implore you guys to please get over there to Lakeland Glass and Tent for any of your automotive glass needs, windshields, side windows, whatever window tinting needs in your home business or vehicle and they're doing vehicle wraps now turn your vehicle into a rolling billboard and boom it's a tax write-off and i love tax write-offs and uh, lakeland glass and tent offers all of that so give them a shout 601-946-1000 lakeland glass and tent where quality matters also you can book your entire appointment online get the pricing Everything. You don't even have to talk to a human if you don't want to, but hey, they got a great local staff that speaks English if you do want to talk to a human. Uh, very sweet girls that work there at the counter. But LakelandGlassIntent.com. Also, where quality matters. Lakeland Glass Intent. Okay. Therese? Yes. So we were talking about the animal shelter there in the Delta, well, in Rolling Forks. Let me get this right. Southwest Delta, Delta South Delta Animal Rescue. Rescue. Okay. It's a lot. So, yeah, it's probably not. But so Dark Horse has a thing called Dark Horse Dogs where we help try and get dogs adopted out. Um, So I want you guys to send us whatever you have um, at that time. But so my fire department went, Lankford Volunteer Fire Department from here in Rankin County. And one of the things my chief posted at some point was just seeing all the all the dogs. He said, you know, all these houses have evaporated and all these people are homeless and all these animals misplaced. Um, how is that affecting you guys? Are y'all kind of being tasked with figuring out who's who? Yeah, that's been, uh, we've put that on the community and the community's really been helpful in helping us identify whose dog is whose. Um, we've had some dogs where the owner's in the hospital. Uh, we have one right now that just went to a facility in uh, Greenville uh, because uh, the owner is in the hospital and is, you know, is not going to be out, you know, for a couple of weeks maybe. Uh, and so uh, that that has been re- extremely helpful. Um, we're we, we've been able to place all the dogs that have come in as someone's dog. Oh, good. Which has been, I mean huge you know when you lose everything well so many people have pictures of their dogs on their facebook mm -hmm. so that's gotta help i mean most people most dog lovers you know who they're it's easy to find their dog in them i have friends that i can recognize their dogs and not their kids honestly (laughs) if bird and rocket ever get out of my house people people know know where to find bring them back to right yeah and this is crazy we got we were um petco reached out to us and they have some like recognition software uh where where we that we could send them a picture of a dog 
and they have something where it will recognize that dog as it's been on facebook yeah there's actually i was actually crazy that's insane i love that well i emailed myself a story to talk about one day i'll see stuff randomly here and there like save that for a rainy day when there's nothing jackson to talk about and there's actually this company they you they do all the facial AI recognition stuff in China for their social credit, yeah. and they they came through America and they scraped over 300 million photos off Facebook, and they're using it to basically keep us all in a constant uh, virtual lineup. Okay. So they can so I guess and this is the same technology for dogs because most people have their dogs pictures on Facebook. Mm-hmm. So I guarantee you that's what that is. But yeah. Wow, well, I love that. Um, so. I guess what's next for y'all? I know that obviously the whole entire town is trying to rebuild. And, you know, that that's, an, as we've discussed, a momentous task. But how how can people help you guys? I mean, I know there are animal people that are like, yes, I care about the people, but let's talk about the dogs. <laughs> um, how, how can people reach out and help you guys? Uh, go to our Facebook page, South Delta Animal Rescue. Um, right now we have a lot of supplies. Uh, we're inundated with food. Uh, we don't. We do not need food right now. Um, and we do need, and we've been. People have given leashes, collars, uh, dog bowls, uh, kennel blankets, kennels. Uh, the biggest thing, the biggest task right now that we have on us is rebuilding our structure. Sure. Um, so we, you know, we asked that any, you know, we didn't. We it was attached to the vet. Uh, the vet is may or may not be rebuilding. We're not sure yet. Um, and so uh, we don't have any insurance to rebuild. So we're rebuilding from scratch. Um, and so that's what we've been asking, you know, everyone about, you know, is asking everyone for is, hey, can we get some, you know, can you please help donate funds for us to rebuild the structure? Sure. And the hope with the new structure is to bring some industry to – rolling fork that they needed prior to this right um and possibly education opportunities we've already talked with several of the universities in the state and colleges and that might be a real possibility so we're thinking big we'll scale down we definitely will will rebuild as an absolute need there Um, yeah it's a poor community generates a lot of stray dogs so one of our short, short-term short goals before the tornado was a spay and neuter program. So we'll definitely get that in place as soon we'll as We'll go all Bob, all Bob Barker. Please remember to spay, spay and neuter, neuter. Yeah. I like it. <laughs> you know, um, one of the things we were talking about during the break, and I just assumed that a lot of animals would have perished. Y'all did not lose a single animal to to death from the storm. You had to go find the animals. Yeah. But they were they all survived. How many of them was it? Uh, seven in total, uh, seven. And, and there were other animals in the shelter that we had not, you know, that had been, that brought, were brought to the shelter the day of the tornado that we had not, you know, technically taken in. Uh, accounted yet. yet. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so, so, you know, seven total and, um, yeah, no, we found all of them alive and well, which was, I mean, that, that's amazing. And for people out there listening, you know, they were they were in like the 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 airplane style plastic kennels, yeah. you know, that you would take yeah. in your car or on, on travel kennels. And I guess those things are stronger than you may think. Yeah, yeah. one of them, uh, one of the one of the dogs um, that we had not formally taken in was a hound, and uh, the hound was still in the kennel. 
uh, when we got to the shelter that night around midnight. He was still in the kennel. Um, door, you know, still intact. Uh, three of the other animals were not. They, they, they were not in the kennel. They were just, you know, they were under some treetops, so on and so forth. So, yeah, shout out to the uh, to the kennel. The kennel makers. The kennel makers. Man, that's awesome. <laughs> so, with with Roland Fork, um, kind of pivoting a little bit here. I remember Katrina. I mean, or the coast post Katrina. You know, you look and you're like, the coast is done. It's never coming back. Uh, New Orleans, uh, post-Katrina from the flooding and whatnot. Just anywhere that got devastated. And you're like, well, these towns will never come back. And with patience, you know, and and care and love and people refusing to give up their homes, you know, not only only did it come back, it it came back better than ever and used an opportunity to clean some things up and kind of start with a fresh – a fresh blueprint or so, you know, city design. I, I'm sure that the, some leaders up there and some business folks and people who live up there and how would you say it? Rollaforkians? <laughs> That's a good question. Rollastonians. 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 Yeah. Even better. Yeah. Even, yeah. Either way, I like it. Not Rolling Stoners, That's, though. <laughs> That's the general consensus. I like that. I like yeah. the Rolling Stoners. You know, I like to roll stoned. <laughs> <laughs> we lost uh, City Hall and the post office. So there's some in the hospital. So UMC yeah. has, a, you know, set up with our hospital up there in, in the armory. But um, there's some infra- infrastructure things that have to be addressed first, but that's definitely the general consensus. Some stores and a restaurant in town have already put out the word, send us, you know, good, honest builders and contractors. And there will be a lot of eyes um, on that. So anybody looking to take advantage, that is not going to happen in Rolling Stone. Um, <laughs> right, good. Um, we have what, teams of attorneys that will represent. I Excellent. like it. One of my good buddies, uh, to run a good Teresa's friends too, uh, John Bullard. Uh, he he does uh, a lot of like haunted uh, ghost hunting type stuff. Mm-hmm. This is not relevant to this conversation, but he's a good dude, and yeah. but he's also like marketing director for Bumpers Drive-In. Right. And that's why we had the bumpers on there the other day because I know the bumpers up there survived. And at this point, if you got a restaurant that's able to serve food, they're as good. They're they're, they're first responders right now, and uh, so people can donate to that too. And uh, so, is there any other than bumpers? I'm just just paint a picture here. We got to take a break, but real quick, how is there anywhere up there to eat? I mean, there's one restaurant left. I'm not sure what their hours are now. Prior to the tornado, it was like a Thursday, Friday, Saturday night gig because the owners have, quote, real jobs, you know. Yeah. Um, two, two With the bumpers. left, yeah. if I'm correct on that. And that doesn't mean much to you until you have two left. <laughs> yeah. Sure. Like, right. Uh, sure. Um, so let's just say, I know Operation Barbecue Relief, I think that's the name of it, was up there at one point. Uh, is there is there a if people want to go up there and help mm-hmm. like if, if Clay Edwards show wanted to roll up there with some grills and start cooking for everybody and say hey lunch is on us mm-hmm. today I, I can't do that but I'm just saying theoretically if somebody else wants to how do they do it who do they get in touch with how can they just roll up there set up is there a, is there a uh, volunteer check in area a, as far as I know a great contact for that is actually the Baptist Church there. So it's First Baptist, it's Rolling Fork, First Baptist Church. Okay. Um, and they have space. A lot of people are allowing it, you know, of course, in their parking lots. The Bank of Anguilla is another great option to contact directly. So Rolling Fork Baptist Church, or is it First Baptist? Well, it's the First Baptist Church. I mean, Rolling how many Fork. could there be? I, I, well, yeah, they, they, I, for some reason it's, it's 
back, you know, Rolling Fort First Baptist Church. You'll find them. Got They're it. the only one. And Bank and of Anguilla. Bank of Anguilla. Okay. Yes. All right, folks, y'all, y'all are listening out there. You know what to do. If somebody wants to help organize that, I'll help do everything I can on my end. I'd love to get up there boots on ground and walk it like a talk it. Yeah, and, you know, I was there the day after. I was there on Saturday, um, and I've seen a million disasters at this point in my career. I mean, a bunch of them. Not a million, obviously, but a bunch. And um, I, I didn't go to Smithville in 2011, but I've never seen anything like it. And I've never seen a, a situation where, you know, the the town is asking for the news to put out that any and all first responders are needed and uh and so when you know my fire department sent some folks and and some other places you know from outside that area did but i think that's the thing that i keep coming back to as a first responder is just the the vast amount of destruction and how even though there were i mean there are a bunch of us first responders there that were just standing there because so many people had come um, but the fear in me that, like you said, Alex, that it becomes something that happened three weeks ago and now it's over or it happened a month ago. It happened six months ago. And, you know, and we all walk away from it like, wow, you remember that? That was bad. Good thing that's over. And it's not over for you. you no. Know? Right. Well, once, you know, and I don't mean this as a knock on people because everybody gets really excited. I'm as guilty as anybody of it. And you do that first thing and. Like we did our fundraiser. All right, well, we, we did our part now. Kind of got to get back to my life. You know, we need people to, to stay engaged on this. You know, if uh, they got a lot of stuff up there, find out exactly what they need. I still think cash is king, you know, and yeah. if there's a reputable place to donate cash to. Yeah. And, and then that way they can disperse it as they as needed later on versus having 10-year supply of toilet paper, uh, which would have been nice during COVID. But I, I just think cash is king. Let's take a break real quick, come back, and continue our visit with Alex and Sarah Frisbee with South Delta Animal Rescue and Teresa Apple with DarkHorsePressNow.com. Right. This is The Clay Edwards Show. Breaking rules when necessary. Welcome back in to Sorry, The Clay y'all, Edwards Sorry, y'all. We're still chatting off the air. <laughs> Live in the Matt Kike of Flowood Studios. This segment is going to be brought to you by Acme Pizza and Daiquiri's, located right there at Fan and Mart on the res. Open seven days a week from 4 p.m. until, and they are open late. So if you get a late-night hunger attack, midnight, you can still get a pizza from mm-hmm. Acme Pizza and Daiquiri's. Delivery available on all major food delivery apps, including locally owned take-a-break delivery. So check them out. Twelve different specialty pizzas, including the Pig, 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 which is my favorite. They got the Buffalo Chicken, uh, several others. Try them all. They're really good over there. And, uh, hey, if pizza's not your gig, they got homemade burgers, fries, pastas, and uh, I've yet to try the deep fried pizza, but let's be honest, how bad could it be? I mean, it's going to be a lot, but I bet it's good. Oh, it got to be fried cheese and bread. Oh, yeah. Sign Amazing. me up. All right, so check out Acme Pizza and Daiquiri's. Nine different flavors of frozen daiquiris on tap, full bar, TVs, live entertainment, and more. It's like a little Cheers version of a pizza joint. Uh, best way to describe it. So get out there and see Chip and the team. Daily, 4 p.m., right there in front of the bowling alley at Fan and Mart on, uh, in the reservoir. You won't regret it, and you'll be back soon. Absolutely. All right. We are live here in the Matt Kiger Flowood Studios with Therese April and Alex and Sarah Frisbee with South Delta Animal Rescue up there. And we're just kind of talking about the aftermath of the tornado there in Green, uh, Greenville. I can't talk today. In Rolling, Rolling Stone, Stone Fork. <laughs> Rolling Stoneville, Mississippi. That's right. And Home just of the, the Rolling Stoners. Yep. And just the human tragedy is the p- mm-hmm. part we haven't really talked about yet. Um, 
And obviously you wake up that Saturday morning to find out 20-plus fellow Mississippians have been dead and the overwhelming majority of them from there in Rolling yeah. Fork. Uh, let, let's talk about that. How was that immediate aftermath like? Uh, you said they were still retrieving humans, uh, dead and alive, from all these different places, found people that should have been dead under collapsed structures that you just couldn't have imagined, um, people being under, uh, surviving under, should I say. And But that goes a lot to about the search and rescue stuff, too. Right. And that never give up attitude of first responders. Mm-hmm. So, uh, Sarah, I'm going to pass the mic back to you. You were talking pretty good about this. Yeah, so <clears throat> the first responders um, did an excellent job. Um, we were still finding people Sunday and Monday. Um, some were alive. From Friday night. Let's yes. remind everybody this happened Friday night. Yeah, this happened yeah. Friday night, 740-ish. Um pitch black the wind was still uh within pretty good it was 35 to 40 mile an hour wind gust you know uh debris was still you know you know lighter weight debris still flying around um it was sort of chaos up there we had a large you know response um and getting that organized was difficult so the headquarters was at john deere in the parking lot right next to our office on highway 61 which is an insurance business and, and y'all survived right yes we yeah. um feel very fortunate yes it's like a knife you know you've heard a million times about a tornado it cuts like a knife and um maybe 200 yards from our front door total devastation so the first few days that carried like a really heavy burden for us but we were able to um give our office to Homeland Security to use as a hub those first few days. And they have some really highly trained, like, boots on the ground. Mississippi Department. Mississippi Department of Homeland Security. Right. Make, and make that um, clear. shout out to them. <laughs> and so they were there um, that night along with y'all, you know, with mm-hmm. all the – all of the first responders in the state of Mississippi. All it was of them. crazy. Yeah. That, that was overwhelming. Um, that's just – that's our state, you know, for – we're coming, you know, in the middle of the night. We're not weak people, you we know, don't showing, wait. showing up. We don't need right. an invitation. Right. So um, the, we have, you know, uh, Alex was telling us about a guy who who took a ride, you know, on the tornado. And um, he had a cell phone on him and he landed in a field. And yeah. thank goodness the fields were wet and muddy and soft. And he um, walked back into town covered in mud well that's a yeah alex would you kind of tell the end of that story right quick because to me that's that's pretty amazing when you think about i mean all of a sudden that happens to you yeah yeah it's one you know it's devastating enough when you have a a tornado that happens in the daytime when you can see you Mm -hmm. know when it's light uh to have it come through in the night is completely different story there was a young there was a young man who was um sucked out of his home um, in the trailer park behind Chuck's, and uh, he he got thrown into the field. No, we don't know how far into the field, but um, he called his grandmother. He was able to call his grandmother, and he told her. He said, "I don't know. I'm in a field somewhere, but I don't know where I am." And I mean, you you like, oh, I mean, just look for the lights. Well, there were no lights. Right. You know, all the electricity was out. So you can imagine how traumatizing and just how confusing that is when you, you, you're you sitting in your house watching TV, you know, whatever he was doing. And then all of a sudden, you're just like in a field somewhere. And so anyway, he uh, 
he just he walked into town. He walked into the double quick where the double quick used to be, um, just covered in mud. And um, I mean, just with all the, just with all the debris in a tornado. Oh yeah, to have survived from from much less the fall and everything else. Right. That's, Right. God's plan. And not having broken bones Absolutely. so that you can actually walk into town. Absolutely. I mean, it's just, it's just amazing. I, you know, and I think the further we get from this, we're going to hear more, you know, more incredible stories like that. You know, I think people are just, you know, I think they're still in shock, you know, for the most yeah. part. Well, and that's something I said in my Facebook lives when I was there was that one thing you find from things that are this devastating is that as time goes on, there are so many stories of miracles and God's protection amidst the stories of of sadness and devastation right you know? right you know and we've 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 got an we have an opportunity to really see uh what the hands and feet of of jesus look like you Absolutely. know through this you know for people to come together and really show just love and support you know they don't have any ties they don't have any relatives they don't have any reason to to love or to volunteer and help people from rolling for you know other than this is hey this is this is what love looks like yeah um and so it's amazing it's amazing to see that well and i want to comment too because on my facebook page my personal facebook page my profile photo is now a picture of me standing by that that sign that was by the bridge that says love can bridge any gap and you know i'm walking along and i'm emotional because i'm emotional anyway but you know i'm talking about all these first responders i'm talking about the the dead people and you know look this police car just drove by with no windows and you know whatever and and that's gotten its own attention but as i come up to that that footbridge or whatever that goes over the deer creek Mm -hmm. um i stopped the the facebook live and then i turned and i was walking over it and that's that sign is still standing that says love can bridge any gap and i just i stopped and i had to take 25 pictures of it (laughs) because it was like this feels so symbolic you know of the days to come we got to take a break real quick we'll be right back on the clay edward show 103.9 wyab Breaking rules when necessary. Look, guys, we only got about a minute left here. I want to thank Alex and Sarah Frisbee with South Delta Animal Rescue. I want to thank Teresa Apel with DarkHorsePressNow.com for coming in today. Uh, guys, tell everybody how they can find you again. South Delta Animal Rescue on Facebook. Uh, South, Delta An- South Delta AR on Instagram. Uh, you have a website? We do not have a website. So Facebook, keep it simple, South Delta Animal Hospital. It'll be the first one that pops up. I found it really easy. I've tagged them in umpteen posts. Mm-hmm. If you see any of my Clay Edwards or Save Jackson posts all over the place. And look, even if you're not wanting to necessarily donate to the animal hospital, get in touch with them. And they can help you with other ministries that your heart may be uh, leaning towards, too, uh, as far as donations, um, volunteer work, whatever it may be. The Frisbees are on top of it up there in Rolling Fork, Mississippi. Therese, thank you for coming in today. No problem. Thank you for having me. Yep. And uh, y'all stay tuned. Coming up next, I've got our Grow Your No episode with Kelly's Green talking about medical marijuana. Thanks for listening. Tune in tomorrow at 7 a.m. as the Clay Edwards Show discusses all that is going on in and around the city of Jackson. This concludes our broadcast day. Right here on 103.9 WYAB.